if this is your gift, if this is your lane, if this is your calling, if this is your purpose, if this is your instinct, don't worry about what other people are saying or doing Mm -hmm. or may say, as long as you're doing exactly what you were put on this earth to do, then do it. Don't be mm-hmm. that peacock that never opens this plumage because that is what you would be, especially if it's just because you're afraid of what someone is going to mm-hmm. say about you. Have you ever stopped and asked yourself, is this what I really want to be doing with my life? We have, and the answer wasn't what we expected. Hi, I'm Margaret. And I'm Stetson. We made a really big decision to do a complete rebrand of our four-year-old relocations company. New look, new business model, the works. Some people might think we're crazy. Do you? But it's what we needed to do in order to better align ourselves with our goals for our company. In this podcast, we talk about not only our journey through rebranding, but all things business. Marketing, building your client base, social media. In fact, there is never an end to the topics we will discuss here. So we invite you now to sit back, take notes, and enjoy the One Crazy Journey podcast. Welcome to the One Crazy Journey podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, listeners. Yes. A lot of fun stuff. We have our second guest on our podcast, Tanisha Porter, joining us a little bit later. We're very, very excited. We are so excited to have Tanisha. Yes. She is so inspiring. Yes. She, you're going to leave her a little bit. Yeah. So excited to talk with her a little bit later. And you're going to leave this podcast just feeling really good. Yes. She's got something know. really special to share. We already know. So before we get into what we're talking about, make sure you subscribe to One Crazy Your Podcast. Give us five stars if you would love to do that. Follow us on Instagram at everything.envy so you can keep up with the behind the scenes of the rebrand because we post everything there. Well, we keep you up on the journey, yes. the crazy journey. The crazy journey podcast. So this weekend was my birthday. Yeah. Crazy. It is crazy. I can't remember. Because that's since my youngest of three. Yeah, my birthday's gone. It just went by Another in a blink. Year. 23 <laughs> years down, hopefully 100 more to go. <laughs> no, it makes you pretty old. Yeah, it was really fun though. We went to Coos Bay, which is about three hours from Grants Pass. It's by the coast. Well, it's on the coast. And Coos, Coos Bay, Bay is the coast. Yeah, Coos Bay is a beautiful little coastal town. Mm-hmm. It's not very big. Yeah, so it's super good drive. However, actually, it wasn't a good drive. It was not a good drive there. I didn't tell you this yet. No, what happened? So I have migraines. Like, I, I've been getting them, like, every week now, which is annoying. Yeah. But I get one, like, every single week. It's either Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. So on Saturday morning, I woke up with one and I took migraine medicine. And normally if I take it ahead of time, I'm good Yeah. and it goes away. Yeah. I take Excedrin or I also have a prescription for migraine, but it knocks me out. So I normally just take the Excedrin because otherwise I'm going to be tired the rest of the day. Yeah. So anyways, we're getting ready to go. My head's hurting. Like I take migraine medicine. I'm assuming it's going to be fine and like go away on the drive over. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. Oh like, I have, like, a knife being stabbed on the left side of my face. Like, I'm in the passenger seat, like, dying, like, closing my eyes. And granted, it is a wind, it's a windy road getting there. Mm-hmm. And I would be parsecating. Mm-hmm. But I was feeling so sick. From the headache. From the headache. From oh. the migraine. Plus the windy roads. Yeah. And so I was, like, weird. I was driving with my boyfriend. It was just us two going for a little getaway. We're meeting a couple of birthday getaways. Yeah. Yeah. We're meeting them at a casino in Coos Bay. 
But I was like, I do not feel good. I was like, you like, you better you stop. Drive? He's like, you want to drive? That'll probably help. I was like, yeah, yeah, why don't I drive? Yeah. Because I was like, I just need to focus on the road. And like, yeah. So anyways, we pull off on Suicide Creek. Is that the name of the it's, road? We pull off Suicide Creek. I'm like, I need to get out. And I, I throw up. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh. Because my head hurt so bad. Of course that's, yeah. And then I was just standing there. I was like, oh my gosh. And then after... I got in the car and I started driving like after 20 minutes, like my headache was gone, but granted it was four hours in and mm-hmm. normally my mind took a lot. four hours. Yeah. So it was like four hours and then finally it felt better. That's but Brandon's like suicide creek. <laughs> <laughs> That's what did it. Yeah. Because no sooner you open the door. Like, this is called suicide creek. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this works with it. So anyways, the drive over wasn't the best, but once we got there, it's really fun. But at least your headache went away eventually. The last four hours. Yeah, normally my migraine's four hours and then oh, they're yeah. done. There's something going on there if it's like clockwork like that. I wonder what mm-hmm. what it is. I have no idea. But I'm sure, yeah, if you do with migraines, if you're listening Yeah, if you those, have yeah. migraines, you'd probably relate. I mean, because I've relate. had headaches too. I wouldn't call them a migraine, but it gets pretty bad, but not like you. And some of them do make me feel like sick. Mm-hmm. And normally I'm, I can like, if I lay down mm-hmm. and I am fine, but like this driving, windy road, like, it's really bright out. Like, just the combination, I think, just made me feel sick. So I was like, well, Suicide <laughs> <Okay>. Creek. <laughs> Blame it all on Suicide Creek. Yeah, but then we went to the casino, and they had everything set up really nice. It was really it was uh, safe. clean, very yeah. safe. I'm not a big gambler, but he was meeting his friends over there. They were celebrating, like, his friend's birthday, too. So I was like, that's fine. Let's just go spend, up, spend the weekend over yeah, there. Yeah, how fun. So, yeah, but they had everything set up. It is COVID, so... They have you yeah, stand. COVID and gambling. COVID and gambling. It's very interesting <laughs> combination. So I can't they, imagine. So tell us about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so when you, when you walk in to the hotel, they have you stand on these two yellow dots and they say, okay, there's a person right there where it says check in. And so are they behind them. a screen too? Uh, or just, yes. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yes. And they're wearing masks. And they say, okay, can't stand on the two yellow dots, but it's like you're checking into a, it's like you're going through security at the airport. Okay. It's like that. You know, yeah. they say, okay. Put your, your feet here, yeah. Put your hands up. Right. Have you put your hands up? And, <laughs> and say, the thing goes around you. They say, put your mask down because they're taking a picture of you. And then also they have a temperature thing and a camera that like takes your temperature as you're standing there. So they don't really? have this automatic thing. thing? Yeah. It's an automatic thing. And then That's they take your tech. photo so they know that you checked in. Mm-hmm. So like, if it's your first time in here, you have to do this. So they we checked in. And I mean, only take a minute. But they had that all, which was a good process, I feel like. They have masks up there if you don't have one. In case one. you don't have one. Yeah. yeah. And then we went to check in, like, normal. Hotel was super clean. And then going into the gambling area was interesting. I mean, obviously, everyone smokes in there still. You can still smoke, which I think is Yeah, it's terrible. interesting. When you go into a casino, like, they have a non-smoking part, but it's yeah. the, t- but the it's smallest tiny. part. We didn't go in there. It's literally yeah. like 10 machines. Yeah. No and that's it. It's the rest of the casino that you can smoke in. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they had plastic screens, and plastic like in between and all of the machines, all the machines, oh, uh, and between all the okay. tables. They only had three person, three people per table. Mm-hmm. So normally it's what like six or something. And then they had people cleaning all like, the time. All the time. So actually, I felt pretty safe there. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was interesting. But yeah, it was fun. So eventful trip over. Gambled. Uh, you don't know when. You don't really want to know how much money we lost. We <laughs> I was going to say, did you did win? win. Okay, I set a limit to myself, and I said I'm only spending hundred dollars. Yeah. And when we brought Brandon's money, I was like, I'll just pay you back. Yeah. And so I spent my hundred dollars on a casino 
slot machine. I did win. On so one I, machine? On one machine. It's hard to gamble on machines now, though. It was, it now, was though. Uh, gone in like 30 minutes. <laughs> and then Brandon. How did no, he do? What Did he play blackjack or something? He did. And then he, he also played slot machines. And actually, like, we did win. Like, we won, like, a win mini bonus. Like, we won, like, $62, which was fun. Because the, the second game was, oh, like, the progressive thing. Yeah, and yeah. there was, like, a wheel. Yeah. And then we won, like, 52 bucks on another machine, which I feel like is pretty decent. Mm -hmm. But then we just spent it. But it added to your fun because it, it made fun. it longer. Yeah, it was, like, an experience, right? Yeah. yeah. And then there was this other machine that was... It had the, the bonus was $210,000 and it was all the way in the back of the casino and a, an old machine, you know, where they have the sevens. And oh, like yeah. Cherries or whatever. Yeah. So it's sevens like, and cherries and bars. Yes. Yeah. So it was the old one all the way in the back of the casino. Like no one was playing it. So Brandon's friend convinced him to spend another hundred to try and get the bonus. Oh. <laughs> we're trying to buy a house. And granted, it didn't work out. But it's interesting because... Oh, because you could have used that $210,000 for your house. Yeah, right? And then we just pay for part of the routes. But yeah, this is it's how... funny because the newer machines, you know, they make noise. They go, bing, bing, bing. And they, like, make noise for no reason. They, like, mm -hmm. hype you up. and like, ooh, you won 50 cents. Like, really? All that. All that days. hooping and hollering for 50 yeah. cents. But the, but the old, old machines, machines... They don't make any noise. And he would win, like, he, he played it for, like, a... 10 minutes and lost 100. Yeah. But he was just doing max bet because he wanted to get. Yeah. Because that's how you win. You have to do the max exactly. bet. Yeah. So, anyways, he, he won like $30 mm -hmm. and didn't make any noise. It was just like, ding, 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 ding. And then he just <laughs> counts it up. I was like, oh, that's 130 bucks. But it's so funny because it doesn't make any noise. So I was like, what would happen if we win that 210,000? It literally doesn't make any noise. And we're just like screaming over there. Like, <laughs> And it literally just you know, $210,000 and no noise. Well, when the older machines used to spit money out, like oh. that was the exciting part. When you hear the coins, oh, that's you hear cool. the coins hitting the pan. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and then there was like a little siren or a little, yeah. you know, like police So chopper. I'm sure if we won the $110,000, it I'm probably would make some noise. Like, I would hope. But it's just Maybe confetti would come out of the machine. Just, no. And then the newer ones are like, Thing. The wheel spin. Da, 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 da. I don't and even know like, how to play the new ones. Like, like my style of gambling is just going to play the quarter machines. You know that's fine because then yeah. you know I mean, same you thing. Longer, like, but you're not really getting too much. And it's more about the play for me. It's not about the win. But I don't know how to play those things. I lose my. It's kind of scary. Fifty bucks or whatever it is I've committed to lose. Right, because you don't know. In, so like, is this minutes, five dollars or is it fifty dollars? Because even on a twenty-five cent machine, yeah, you still end up placing like a dollar bet mm -hmm. each time mm -hmm. so it's yeah. not 25 cents but some people like one person won 3200 bucks right next to us another oh. person won 1200 bucks dang it was like this old this couple. casino was paying they out right next to us there's this older couple and they're just like <laughs> and they're like hug each other she's so <laughs> cute it was cute and they won like 1200 in bucks. tahoe once i won a 300 365 dollar nice. bet in a slot machine once yeah so there's people winning all around us we didn't uh, win, but uh, at least instead of winning, <laughs> you had a good and time. Had more than our limit. And you extended your play because you did win a few times. Yeah. So and that's, I mean, that's what makes that's it That's when I look at it, like the experience. It's Maybe not that's about. That's why we don't win because we're like, it's not about the money. Maybe next time we need to be like, we're going to win this much. <laughs> Think it deserves out real hot, right? <laughs> anyway, so that was a good weekend. And then, yeah. So, nice. an eventful yeah. trip. And then we went to Wildlife Safari, which I've never been to, which is basically like a zoo. 
Yeah, wildlife safari. There used to be one of those in California. Maybe it's still there. I don't know, Southern California. But it, it's one of those drive-through zoos. Mm-hmm. So you stay in your car. You drive through. Can't you, you can buy food too? I think. Yeah, they had it. They had an area which you was like a walk around mini zoo where you could walk around like you saw. We saw alligators. They have a little walk around area. It's like oh, that's monkeys, nice. Yeah, um, that are in cages. Cages. There was a leopard that was in a cage. Mm-hmm. So. And then food. So we got lunch there and then that's they had fun. I didn't know they have a, all that. I thought it was just a drive through. I zoo. didn't either. I've never been. I was like just expecting to pay and then you just ran right through. But I can't no, it was like a mini zoo. And we lived so close to it that I know. never we never went. I know. No, it was really, really cool. You should go. We never went to the Enchanted Forest either. No. Up closer to Portland. I've been there once with Brandon, but that was the first time I've been. Yeah. Yeah, we are talking. But yeah, and then the rest of it, we drove through. So you drive through, mm-hmm. you know, this area and all the animals are loose, except for the lions and the elephants. And the they're not loose. You can actually like chase down your car. And yeah. Yeah. Them. Then it's like Jurassic Park. Yeah. So they're in cages. But it was cool because the giraffes, giraffes are one of my favorite animals. animals. And they're wandering loose. So they're wandering loose. But yeah. I was pissed because when we first got in, and it's this huge loop. Like it take it took us two hours. There's so many cars. Really? Yeah. And oh. then when people are stopping to look at the animals, oh, then you have to wait. Then wait, which uh, is fine. Yeah, because then you get to see a little bit more. It was a two-hour leisurely drive. But oh. when we first drove in, it was we were on one side, and then the end of the tour was right across, and that's where the giraffes and elephants are. And the giraffes were right by these people's cars, like oh. literally five feet away, really? standing there. <laughs> and then by the time we got over there, the giraffes were like all the way oh, up no, there. Oh no, they'd wandered they off. They were a little close. Like one, two of them were probably like, they were still close. Probably, yeah. I don't know, 20 feet away. Maybe 15. But not right next but to the, the car. But the animals right next to the car, like five feet away. And then in one of your pictures on Instagram, your story, were you outside of the... Yeah, the, I have a sunroof sun my Ford, so yeah. I was just like looking at a sunroof. Yeah, but so you could was, have been looking at a giraffe up I know, that's what I was hoping, but yeah. no, we had to, <laughs> by the time we got over there, they were eating, and they were far away, but yeah. it was fine. But anyways, that was a fun weekend, so nice. good birthday. Yeah. Now back to work on Monday. <laughs> I know, we're hitting hard too. Yeah, yeah, my weekend was pretty quiet. That's good. I like those. Weekends. Yeah. Saturday, after your birthday, we celebrated Seth's birthday on Friday night with family. Mm-hmm. That was super fun. And then on Saturday, we just, we took our normal drive and we didn't go to Costco. We got coffee and I got a new purse I have to show oh, you. Nice, nice, nice. I got two. I got a new handbag I and I also got a bag nice. for like to replace the one that I'm using oh. to hold a computer, nice. kind of like a little briefcase bag. Nice. Yeah. So I went, we had a quest so I can That's get a new good. couple of bags and uh, got some books for the grandkids, Setson's niece and nephew. So fun to get them stuff. Yeah. And then yesterday, just kind of laying low, did a little bit of work stuff. See, it's fun to have a fun weekend, but then also you like don't feel rested for the week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like I'm still kind of wishing I had a day to just chill. Before you just jump yeah, into like, the I week. Yeah, I get to do my laundry. We always do laundry yeah. on Sunday. So I kind of feel a little behind. I did clean before we left, so our house is like cleaner. Yeah. Because I normally clean and do everything on Sunday, but I didn't have the relaxing. You didn't have a chance to just stretch your legs sure. out. <laughs> But, you know, it's fine. Read a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But that's okay. We'll catch up next weekend. Yeah. And we've, we've been busy. I mean, we have some big projects that we're working Yeah, we've been doing fair, a few proposals mm-hmm. and some bigger jobs, along with our normal day-to-day activities that we do. Right. And then we've been lining up more podcast interviews, which we're super excited to have Tanisha on. And 
so that's been kind of busy just like back and forth coordinating getting yeah. events we're actually have some interviews booked out until november yeah so we're see what all you have fun. to look forward to you yes. have our guests to look forward to yeah so every single podcast up. we're going to have a new guest on from here on out at yeah. least till november we have some yeah. right and then we may bore you with just the two of us no <laughs> But then, yeah, our website. So we got our first draft of our website back this weekend. And it actually looks, it's a pretty good first draft. It's a good first draft. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of stuff that we want to change. But at least we have something to work with. Because sometimes we've had these things done and we look and we go, ah, no. That is not it You're on the totally the wrong track here. So this, there, at least they've got our, our, they can see our vision. They have the vision. Yeah. And that's the important part. Yes. So we're very excited to tweak that back. Our goal is to have it done within the next two weeks. So we'll mm-hmm. see how that goes because we have to have it done before we start reaching out to people for our summit. Yes. So it's kind of like stepping stones. Yeah. Like we have to get this done before because we don't want to reach out to people we don't know. Not have When they time. don't have anything to refer to. Mm-hmm. We talked about doing just a landing page, but we realized, you know, we're going to have to create a new website anyway. Let's just bite the bullet and do it instead of creating the landing page and then have to do it again mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. And then we just look more professional and then we can have it done. So our website's being worked on. Like I said, we have a lot of podcast interviews lined up and then they're editing our podcast and producing that, which is super nice. So yeah, we're so excited. Yes, we haven't even heard it yet. But anyways, the next thing is going to be getting our business cards because we realize that we have to get business cards. We're not going to do brochures, but we're going to need business cards mm-hmm. so that way, I mean, well, so, we can give them something because yeah. we want to transition to our new name because we're still working as far as locally under the clutter bee. Yeah. Until we have, you know, everything switched over. Like we still have some bank questions to make sure that if someone writes check to everything, everything it will we'll be able to that they'll cash it. it in. Yeah. <laughs> they'll deposit it. Yes. And then business yeah. cards and then also we need to switch over Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn to mm-hmm. everything Andy. So there's still I mean Yeah, and our Chamber process. of Commerce profile. And NAPO. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a little bit of a process, but just one step at a time. We're and knowing it's now. okay. You know, yeah. we're we're getting it done. Yes. It's happening. Yes. But uh, yeah, but it, it is a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. We're doing good. Okay, everyone. We're so happy to bring our second guest on the One Crazy Journey podcast. Yay. We have Tanisha Porter with us today. Hi, She's waving if you could see her. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Yeah, you got Thank your you. books all rainbowed up there. I yes. do. Is. You have I do. teleported Sharpies back there. I, I do. You see it? Yes. I this is it. like this is like the one space that I can control in a house living with other people. So yes. you're like, this is my space. Don't this touch it. My I feel like space. that's how we kind of are about our podcast room now that it's like slowly starting to get set up. We're trying to still fix the sound a little bit because our office has such tall ceilings, which is nice, but the, it's mm. so, so echoey. But we have to use these foam. Yeah, we're holding up the foam if you can see it. Yes. We're we're slowly getting there. And then this will be like our sanctuary as it is your space. I love it. Absolutely. So how was your weekend? What did you do this weekend? Oh, it was pretty good. I really, you know what? This weekend was my chill weekend. I, I didn't have any virtual clients. I didn't have any virtual online sessions. I didn't have any in-persons. This weekend was a chill, relaxed weekend. So. I feel like we need those. Like I always like to have one of those days, like at least one of the days that's like chill. I feel like I always clean on Sunday mm-hmm. and then hopefully like if I'm not doing anything, half Saturday as a relaxing day. Because yeah. it's so nice mm-hmm. to just chill, watch a movie if you want to. Yes. Relax. Stay in your bed for a while. I know my yes. chill day is usually on Saturdays. Yeah. And then Sundays mm-hmm. I might have a little bit of 
catch up to do with bookkeeping or something. But yeah, I don't Saturday, feel I don't do any work stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel as rested because it was my birthday this weekend, which was fun. And so oh, I went happy to birthday. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, I went to Coos Bay and I hung out on the beach, which was really, really pretty. Nice. But it definitely was go, go, go. And then I went to Wildlife Safari. We were just going to say we are going to talk about this a little bit. But it's, <laughs> yeah. it's fun. But it's just like you don't feel – I'm not – I don't think I'm prepped for the week yet. You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, I just need to chill for a <laughs> <Yes>. second. <laughs> it's like when you go on vacation, which seems like such a far-off idea in right. these times. Yeah. But yeah, it's like so when true. you go on vacation, like you have to strategic – I remember, you know, when we started vacationing as, as a family, I had to, like, put ground rules. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, if we're going to go out in excursion, mm -hmm. we're doing it in the middle of the seven-day vacation. Right. Not doing anything the first two days. You mm -hmm. got those middle days to do mm -hmm. something. And those mm -hmm. last few days, I'm not doing anything. So if you can't get me out and about in those middle days, forget <laughs> it. <laughs> exactly. I'm not doing it. You guys can do it, but I'm not doing it because I'm exactly. not going to tire. Okay, so thank you so much about that. But where do we want to start? Where do we want to go? Why don't you go ahead and like tell us a little about yourself, like your journey. We talked to you on the Organizers Rise event. For those of you that are listening, we're going to have a lot of people that we talked to on the Organizers Rise just because we met so many amazing people. And we have, I realized we haven't really talked about what that was. But that was, that's within Facebook. Mm -hmm. And it was a live event that we did for home organizers. And Tanisha was one of our guests on the show. Yes. And or on the, the it wasn't the event. Show. Right, right, right. It could be a show. We can call it our show. show. I don't know. Whatever yeah. you think. Exactly. Like yes, yes. So I mean, your story, and I listened back to the interview. Just I wanted to hear it again. And your story was like so inspiring. I feel like it was like a motivational talk almost. <laughs> oh, when you God. were talking, I was like, yes, it was like get me motivated all over again. No, I, I yes. had such good takeaways in my notes from your talk. Yes. Oh, so I'd love you. for you to share just a little bit about your story, like how you grew up and everything like that. It's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm Tanisha Lyons-Porter and I am a professional organizer, owner of Natural Born Organizers, born and raised in Los Angeles, California. I left Los Angeles, Southern California to go to Washington, D.C. for school, for college at Howard University. And I was in the school of business. So mm -hmm. in that time, it was really when entrepreneurship really started becoming very popular. So I studied School of Business, but it was also in the late 90s when Silicon Valley just kind of blew up, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody was yeah. talking about computers, computers, getting right. into computers, right? So my major was computer information systems. I quickly realized that I didn't want to code. I didn't want to do all of that stuff. But it was like, you knew computers was going to be the future. So it was like, let me learn everything mm -hmm. I need to know about this industry, and then, you know, it'll give me avenues. But I always remember people saying, if you're interested in business, try and do something that you're passionate about. So I always had that in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. Whenever I would enjoy doing something, it's like, well, can I make this into a business? Can I make money off of this? It's always was in the back of my mind. And so professional organizing was not my first business. I, I want to say like maybe my third business. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. This is obviously the most successful, but yes. I like tried, right? Yes, it's yes, like, yes. you know, you keep trying, you fell for it, you fell for it. So I came back to Los Angeles after I graduated and I had a child with my college and high school and college sweetheart. Mm -hmm. And when <laughs> she grew up and she had, she was 10, she wanted a pamper party. So a I invited her. Yes. Okay. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I did it. It was like DIY. You know, we had facials and we did the manis and petties How and, cute. and all that stuff. But then I was like, oh my gosh. I could turn this into a business. You yeah. know, uh-huh. I did that. Mind. Yes, yes. yes. So like this was cool. So I can turn it into business. I did that for like a couple of years, but I really mm-hmm. couldn't figure out like the cost thing. And so know, was I it just that. for like little like girls or for little girls? Like women? Oh, how cute. Oh, no, it it was parties for girls. For little so girls. So was that the name of that business? It was. was. It? Oh it my was God. Pamper party. That? I love oh, it. Yes. <laughs> it was pamper party. And I remember my logo were two peas like backed up against each other. Uh-huh. In That's so oh, cute. Oh, yes. <laughs> pamper parties. The first. Yes. So was that your first, so that was your first business? That was started. my first business. I love it. I love yes. it. Yes, that was my first business. And then my second business was I love scrapbooking. Mm-hmm. And so just like, you know, organizers, we know that whenever we go into our client spaces, there's always the photo box. Or yeah. especially when we're dealing with papers, it's always photos are mixed in with yes. that. The memories, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess that was kind of like one piece of like that first inkling of organizing mm-hmm. was organizing people's pictures and scrapbooking. So I love to do it. But then everyone was like, oh, my gosh, that's so nice. I can never do that. Ding, 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 ding. Right? <laughs> Here we go again. Round two. Let's do it. Yes. Let's try this. Oh my um, and I loved it, but it just was very time consuming. And I mm-hmm. couldn't figure out a way to maximize my time mm-hmm. and let it still be custom. Because I, what was the name of Custom Scrapbooks by Tanisha or something like that? I don't even uh-huh. remember. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't remember how to make it customized and personable, but mm-hmm. not. I couldn't figure out like a system that right, I could right, crank right. them out fast enough so it can yeah. be affordable. And then, you know, in 2009, 2010, after we, me and my husband bought our house, I was watching HDTV and an organizing expert came on. I love it. What is this? Yes. What is this? Ding, ding, ding. Okay, this could be something. Yes. And this one just kind of felt different. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. felt different because, you know, I started researching what is this industry and just instantly I just kept starting to remember all the times that I was organizing. Literally, I, mm-hmm. I organized my sixth grade teacher when I was in the sixth grade. I would yeah. stay in the classroom while all my friends was out on playing recess and lunch. And I would uh-huh. stay in there at the end of the year. I'd pack up her, her classroom with her. And, um, and you were in the sixth grade. In the sixth grade. <laughs> so I'm like, if that's, that's not like a sign of an 11. organizer. <laughs> right. right. I was yeah. like, that's like at 11 years old. And mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. I remember constantly moving my furniture around in my in my bedroom. trying. Oh, to same. I did the same. And right. I would like, reorganize my family's furniture, mm-hmm. like in the living room. My mom and dad would come home and, wow, the house looks different. Well, because I just reorganized everything. Yeah, yes. I like the same for me. Like, I would always, like, love, like, redoing my closet. Oh, and I'd yeah. set up these things and make it look <laughs> the best I could. You know, it was a small closet, but... I was like, look at it, like the grand reveal. It's so funny, but yeah, that's like what we love to do, right? Yeah, it's what I it's what I did. And then I remember when I was in high school, my parents would would go to Mexico, like like take little weekend trips with their other married uh, couple friends, and um, and I would be home with my little sister, and I would just 
reorganize mm -hmm. the <laughs> linen closets. Yeah. yeah, I was like, you know, the lemon the pantry, the mm -hmm. cupboards, and I'd get rid of this and that. And All they the bathroom cabinets. Yes, and they would just come out and go, oh, that's nice, you know. But I, but I was the unicorn in the family, you mm -hmm. know, like everyone else really didn't have that organizing gene or the vision. Mm -hmm. So they were just mm -hmm. kind of like, okay, where does she get this from? Yeah. <laughs> like, <it's> like, okay. <laughs> it's like the, and this oh, yeah. is what you did while we were gone? Yeah. I want to show you. You didn't have a party or anything or go out with friends or go to movies? You reorganized the house. So, you know. I love that. Right. <laughs> right. So I, it just really felt good mm -hmm. when I was like, I think, I think this is it. I really think this is it. And when I would talk to people, that have known me for a long time, they go, oh yeah, Tanisha, yeah, this, mm -hmm. this is it, this is it. Like even just recently, I posted something on my personal page on Facebook and one of my friends from elementary school that was probably in my kindergarten class room, he was like, yeah, I remember one time you took out your pencil box and I just, it just made me feel box. shame. <laughs> yes, he said, it made it me so feel shame. Yeah, he, like, oh, no. he said, I went home and I was like, Mom, you, we need to go and get this, this, and this. I was like, really? My pencil box needs to be better. Let's step it up. Oh, my gosh. I said, are you serious? He said, yes, I never told you. I said, oh, my god!" And gosh. he remembers it to this day. Yes. I love that. You were born. Yes. Like, what are the things you, you remember in elementary measure. school? That's the one thing that you remember. You know what I mean? my pencil box. <laughs> right, and I felt so bad. I was like, did I make you feel shame? Because that is so not my motto. I'm a mom <laughs> about no judgment. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, no, no, no. It was all in my head. It was all in my head. <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh my gosh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, cute. so I'm I'm still the unicorn in my family. You know, I'm married. I've been married for almost 18 years. Oh, um, I had, thank you. I have five children, but they're not all that I birthed. So I okay. always like to say. Yeah. So I have three 26-year-olds, right? So one. Wow. Oh, wow. Yes. So one that I birthed one that I acquired through marriage, right? Mm -hmm. And then one of my cousins that she came into our, into our life and she's, mm -hmm. she's like my daughter. Yeah. Then I have my 16-year-old son with my husband and then another one of my cousins who is just turned 17. So mm -hmm. I have five kids. I essentially have triplets and twins. I love <laughs> it. I love it. <laughs> so, so yeah. So my life is very busy. It's yeah. very full. It's yeah. very full. It's yeah. very full. But I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. So yeah. how's it going with school? Because you, so 17-year-old <laughs> and 16. Yeah, they're both in there. 16, 17. So, yeah. So they're I know. in the 11th grade. Yes. Uh -huh. So we're doing, we're, COVID is like, now and school just started now so mm -hmm. how is that and i know every area is so different too yeah, are they like, doing online school yeah some's or? online some's not some how's yeah. that going right now like yes they are 100 they are 100 online they are 100 virtual the good thing about it is that the school figured it out from mm -hmm. you know march from the end of, of their 10th grade year mm -hmm. and so they're starting to get into a groove you know we learn from our mistakes mm -hmm. from, you know, March and April and May. So, you know, they have their mobile and flexible learning spaces, you know, because with teenagers, mm -hmm. they get really bored. They mm -hmm. need yeah. changes of scenery. At least my kids yeah. do. They need changes of scenery. So 
the way I set it up this time, because last time it was like, okay, the kitchen table, mm-hmm. you know, this is mm-hmm. where you're going to have school and whatever. Yeah, and... we try to get all formal. <laughs> I was a homeschooling yeah. mom, as you know, but yeah, we tried to get all formal in the beginning. And it doesn't yeah, work. It, it doesn't work. Like no. they just, especially with teenagers, it's like, yeah, I want to be at the kitchen table for, you know, six hours straight. Yeah. Well, I don't think anyone could like no. sit in front of a computer like, yeah, I know like there's yeah. been some events or something like my sister's husband, he was going to have this three day, eight long, eight hour long day training and they cut that in half and to do four hours a day because an event or it's like when you're at school, it's so much different than just sitting in front of a computer all day long. Mm-hmm. And I think that's for anyone like meetings for anyone like anyone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it absolutely. just doesn't work. You'll just zone out. I mean, you just can't do it. So they yeah. stay in their room now, or maybe they sit outside or you know. all of the above. So, so far, because this is only the beginning of the second week mm-hmm. so far, my daughter is, is in her bedroom. My son loves this, this armchair, this big comfy armchair that's mm-hmm. in the living room. That's like by all of my plants and by the window. So he loves oh, yeah. that. Yeah. So we have, you know, like a stowaway desk, ergonomically correct so mm-hmm. that he's not hunched over, but mm-hmm. all of their school supplies are in baskets. So if they decide they want to go outside and, mm-hmm. you know, and under the pergola, if it's not too hot, they can, mm-hmm. if they, they decide they want to, yeah, that's a yeah. great idea, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, so they can move, you know, they can go into mm-hmm. the kitchen if they want to, if they want to go on the couch, they can go on the couch because mm-hmm. I have the desk that they can still not be yeah. all hunched over. So I'm trying to make it flexible. Mm-hmm. So that no yeah. matter where they want to learn, that they're comfortable and they have everything that they And need. when the learning is more on their terms, then they're they're excited to learn. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Where if you're forcing them into a learning box, then especially teens, you know, because they have other ideas. They have better ways of doing it in their mind. Mm-hmm. And if they're forced into some way that doesn't kind of coincide with what they're thinking, then you just get a lot of resistance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, I, and I'm really happy at the fact that their school is on a block schedule. So they don't have all six of their classes in one day. Mm, So they have three. So it's three and three. So they have, you know, like first, third and fifth on one day. That's good. You know, so they start at 830 and they're done by like 1230. So they're not on. That's good. That's perfect. So that I feel like is the best way if you're going to have to do homeschool so Mm -hmm. that you're not on zoom the entire day yeah mm-hmm. i just think it's, it's counterproductive yeah i totally agree yeah. yeah so you were talking in the organizers rise and i just love like i said i felt like it was like a motivational speech <laughs> and i love how your motto is like no judgment like no judgment like we've heard you say it like numerous times in this interview and i, I absolutely love that so talk to us a little bit more about that and how that came to be the no judgment i'm um, yeah Well, it really came from the fact that I realized that what I do naturally and what I see and what I'm starting to call the declutter and organizing muscle does not come natural to everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, a lot of people think that organizers are perfect and that we have everything together, right? And it's like, just because they see the snapshot of a space, they think our whole life is just perfect. And mm-hmm. so it was an effort for me to explain to people that, you know what, this is one thing I do really, really well, right? I can literally dream about a solution mm-hmm. in my sleep. And I do, yeah. you know what I mean? But there are some things I suck at. Like, I don't mm-hmm. do well at all. <laughs> like, I am just, ugh. And I don't want you to judge me 
because that might be something that you can just, you know, wiggle your mm-hmm. nose and snap your fingers. And it's done, <laughs> right. You know, yeah. and so I would never judge somebody if they struggle with decluttering or staying organized or getting organized. And because I am a unicorn in my family, because my dad's side of the family, there are people who hoard in my dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. So I see it and I mm-hmm. understand it and it's it's tangible to me. So I feel like because I have seen it and I experienced it and I know those people that it helps me to empathize and understand mm-hmm. that it's not just, oh, this person is messy or or whatever. And it just really motivates me to try and help and find the underlying stumbling blocks, the underlying thoughts mm, yeah. and things that causes certain habits or behaviors. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so that's where the no judgment comes from. And then also, you know, I think on the Organizers Rise platform, I mentioned about, about always having this thing in the back of my head, like I didn't want people to mm-hmm. think a certain way about me. Like I always thought, because I'm a Taurus, right? I'm a single de Mayo baby. And we're always known to be <laughs> stubborn and know-it-alls and all that stuff. Um, but, and I always thought, I don't care what people think about me. Mm-hmm. But I realized that I did. And mm-hmm. that thought prevented me from doing a lot of things and even mm-hmm. stepping out there and taking risks. Because I always, I didn't want people to go, well, why is she? Why is Tanisha? Well, who does Tanisha think she is? And so with that in the back of my mind, I think that also fuels my no judgment. I'm here to help help model. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And you mentioned, I love the story of, you know, the peacock and, and (laughs) using the peacock. I love that. And yes, you have peacock earrings on today. I think you did. I I don't, I don't have any peacock earrings on, but I have peacock everything, but I try not to, you know, it's more like in the color because you know, when people are into something, it Mm -hmm. seems like you go in their house and everything. And then it's like peacock. Yeah. Cloth peacock. peacock You're like, no, that ain't me. Okay. Don't give me anything peacock. I'll do it myself. (laughs) Right. So it's more like the colors, Mm -hmm. you know, I may have, you know, like a peacock feather, you know, someplace or a throw pillow that has a really pretty peacock, but it's more about the colors. And then that's like my reminder. So um, tell us the story again. Yes, okay. please do. It's just okay. too good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so yeah. motivational, you know, and, and that was yeah. just a, such such a big turning point, I believe, in your life. And I think oh, it's a really it, beautiful story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it absolutely was. So I'm very active in my church. And so one year we went to the L.A. Arboretum in um, Manrovia, California, in Southern California. And it's this huge garden of different types of garden. And so we went there at the beginning of the year to just kind of see what the focus was going to be for the church. And, you know, I always, I grew up in the church, but I'm always the one that's like, <laughs> is God going to talk to me today? You know, I'm waiting. Like, what if I'm the only one that comes back to the table and it's like, okay, what did God tell you? And I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> I got nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like oh one of God. I'm like one of those. Like, uh oh, mm-hmm. what if what if this is the time? Like even like with yeah, yeah, like even with organizing, like I, I'm like, oh my God, what if this is the time when I don't have a solution? Like, oh my God, you know that yeah. that's like mm-hmm. yeah, so. Well, I mean, we all have it that negative talk, like what if, what if, what yeah, if, the way yeah. Oh no, and then you build up this huge, you know, you have this anxiety about this situation, and then you're like, oh. Oh. Actually, it didn't happen that way. Okay. Exactly. Loose exactly. sleep over it. I mean, we all do it. Yeah. Right. So we walk into the Arboretum. And so the goal was for all of us to kind of split out and just enjoy, you know, the nature and then just listen, just be open to mm-hmm. what you hear. And so we walk in and the Arboretum has geese and peacocks and just all type of ducks and birds and stuff. So we're in the entryway just coming in. And this peacock, jumps down from like this arbor and the plumage is is down mm-hmm. and me and my pastor were standing behind the peacock and all of a sudden the peacock starts shaking <laughs> right <laughs> like this little it's like loosening the feathers yes like this little tail started shaking and we were like oh my gosh and then it was like a transformer it was like shoo, 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 <laughs> you know and i was in total amazement i was just like like, (gasps) yes because i've never seen a peacock transform into Mm -hmm. that like i've Mm -hmm. always either seen it up or i've Mm -hmm. seen it Mm -hmm. down i've Mm -hmm. never seen it actually transform so of course everyone who was around was like oh my gosh and Mm -hmm. beautiful and then the peacock just looked like it was on a turntable like a lazy susan (laughs) and it turned ever so slowly 360 degrees like look at at me look at me right and so we're all just doing what we're supposed to do oh my god how beautiful taking pictures and videos and literally just as quickly as we were amazed at the peacock, we started talking about the peacock, right? Mm-hmm. We started talking about how conceited the peacock was because it was turning <laughs> on the turntable. Just look at me. And, and then that's when I discovered that the male peacock is the one that has the plumage. And then that mm-hmm. I just went in on the poor guy. I was just like, oh, of course it was a guy that has the plumage, you know, and of mm-hmm. course mm-hmm. strutting around. And you know, I just went <laughs> you laid just into went it. In. Yeah, I just went in. <laughs> so, you know, then that's that. So me and my sister were walking the grounds and I was also reading a book about purpose. Mm-hmm. I happened to be reading a book about purpose. At what, do you remember what the book was? We love, we're like totally into books like that oh, no. if not it's totally fine oh no um, it was instinct it was called instinct instinct right by tv okay. okay so i'm walking and all of a sudden i hear not an audible voice but you know what people would say like your conscience right mm-hmm. and it's like you know that wasn't really right what you did to that peacock and i was like what what is a peacock you know and then the voice just kept talking to me it was like hmm that's the fear that you have. I'm mm. like, what? Like, that's the reason why you say that you don't care what people say about you, but you actually do. And that's why you are always the support person and you are pushing everyone else in front and you're the person running in the background and doing this and doing that because you don't want to be that front person because you don't want people to go, oh, look at Tanisha, look at her. Mm. She thinks she's this, that, and the other. I don't know where that came from, but, you know, that has always been in my head. 
I was like, no, that's not true. Um, all this is going on. Yeah, in you're like, did it. Like, you're having a car back and forth. No, that ain't true. Yeah, in the We're garden. Like, just like standing yes. there. Oh, yes. my gosh. You know. And, yes. And so, um, and so I'm like, wait a I do do that. And so then now I realize, oh, this is God. Because, and when I realized, when I was young as a Christian, I would always wonder, well, how do I know if God's talking to me? Mm-hmm. And what I realized was like, God is normally going to tell you something that you're not going to tell yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm, you yeah. know, if I did something wrong and I know I need to apologize, me, Tanisha, Taurus, stubborn, Tanisha, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell myself I need to apologize, but God's going to tell me that. And when mm-hmm. I started realizing that, I was like, oh yeah, that's not me. That. That's God. That's a really interesting way to look at that yeah, too. I feel yeah. like that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that moment, you know, God told me, you know what? Don't be that peacock that never opens its plumage because mm-hmm. you're afraid of being judged. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. Then I went back to the peacock experience. I was like, oh my gosh, what if that peacock just jumped down off the arbor? And kept moving right. and never and never opened its plumage because it knew that we were gonna talk about it. Mm, you know, and yeah. then it was like And he gave you that there. gift. He opened up and then he lazy Susan turning around and then you were all in awe. It made you all feel good. You were still I'm so lucky we got to see this. I mean he that peacock it's gave what, so many it, gifts. Huh? It's what the peacock was supposed to do. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. what the peacock And also that, that peacock and that peacock changed your life, right? Totally changed my so, life. So yeah. yeah. Totally changed my life. Mm-hmm. Because now the peacock feather is my reminder. It's like if this is your gift, if this is your lane, if this is your calling, if this is your purpose, if this is your instinct, don't worry about what other people are saying or doing mm-hmm. or may say, as long as you're doing exactly what you were put on this earth to do, then do it. Don't mm-hmm. be that peacock that never opens this plumage because that is what you would be, especially if it's just because you're afraid of what someone is going to mm-hmm. say about you. Yeah, it doesn't, that. that doesn't matter. You were put on this earth to do this. And mm-hmm. as long as you're doing this and you're humble about it, then that is all I need for you to do, Tanisha. That is it. Mm-hmm. And oh, so now, so now the peacock is my reminder because, you know, we have our habits. And so even, you know, even maybe, you know, you send me an email and you're like, hey, do you want to be a guest on the podcast? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's like, what if somebody, mm-hmm. what if somebody, no, like I have even the simple peacock colors. It's a reminder. Mm-hmm. No, is this according to your purpose? Is this, what is your instinct about this? Can you add value to this? And when I answer those questions, like, I have to say yes, you know, mm-hmm. and it, go, it goes, I feel like that same time period, I also read Shonda Rhimes' book, The Year of Yes. I think that's what it's called. Uh, yes, The think. Year of Yes. I'm, yes. I need to take notes. Okay. We're going yes. to we're we're get a list yeah. and I'm going to need it. <laughs> but we're so into like, you know books, personal development, yeah, personal stuff like that. Study. So mm-hmm. that's like totally right up our alley. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, I feel like it was around that same time. And Shonda Rhimes is the, the writer and creator of Scandal and Grey's Anatomy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that's why that name sounds good. Yeah, that's why. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so she wrote a book and it was basically, she has a sister and her sister noticed that her 
instant response to everything was no. Shonda's was. It was like, no. If she was Mm -hmm. invited to speak at something, if she was invited to give an award, if she was invited to a party, if she was, it was like, no, 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 no. That was always her, her thing for different and various reasons. Mm -hmm. And so I believe it was like a Thanksgiving when they were all together and her sister held her accountable about that. And so Shonda decided that this coming up year, whatever year that was, that that was going to be her year of yes, Mm -hmm. that no matter what. Mm-hmm. No matter the fear, no matter if it was outside of her comfort zone, no matter if whatever, she was going to say yes. And then all of these different avenues just started opening up and she just discovered a side of herself that she didn't even realize that she had. And she discovered that all these no's were just, it was, it was more than just, you know, me not feeling like being bothered. Like it just blocked you know, mm-hmm. so many avenues and so many opportunities in our life and experiences. And so the peacock is also a way, my year of yes, you know, my yes. It's like, no, you know, hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. But if it falls in line with everything you're supposed to do and the reason why you are still breathing and walking this mm-hmm. earth, then you have to say yes. You just have to say yes. Yeah, so many times we let ourselves get in our own way. And that's something that Seth and I, over the last year, especially last year, we did a lot of personal development courses, books, workshops. And that's the biggest hurdle is ourselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we, and it, it, yeah. it gets in the way. And then like, you know, the saying no to everything. No, no, no. For whatever the reason, it might be a very good reason. But by saying yes to those things, it opens up, not only opens up doors, but you have a lot of growth there, especially if it's something you have no experience in doing, but you said, yes, pushes your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You said yes, but then you grow from that. Yeah. We always feel like we're on the right track. If we're uncomfortable with something, Yeah, to be honest, like, or if it's scary, we're like, okay, we're on the right track because we know that we're going to grow. And we're, because if you stay in the same place, you're never going to go, you know, you're always going to be there. And Mm -hmm. so that's why, you know, past we've been working together for like two years or whatever personal development seriously for about a year yeah Yeah. and we're like okay we're uncomfortable okay so we're we're doing something right Mm -hmm. exactly but it's hard and as humans we grow from our mistakes absolutely we we learn from them but we grow from them absolutely i mean if we never if we never venture out to something that's challenging or new or uncomfortable like we we can't fail right Mm -hmm. we can't you know, we always have to grow because otherwise we'll just stay stagnant and, and everyone else is going to grow around you. And then, you know, that is just going to affect every mm-hmm. negative thing, you know, that is already that we all have to work through and deal with. But, you know, especially in this world and in this time when everyone's life is on the quote unquote display, mm-hmm. even if we don't want to, we just tend to compare. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I talked about that on Organizers Rise as well. And so we always we have to have those pushers. We have to have those things that's going to continue to push us out there despite what we see, because it's just human nature to compare. Mm -hmm. And so that's another reason why the peacock symbol is so important to me, because it's just so easy to take a snapshot a clip it, a reel, and think that that is representative of everything. Mm -hmm. And then automatically think, you know, well, I I can't, 
I can't. I can't. Yeah, you know, and it's like, (laughs) yeah, you know, and it's like, no, you know, do what feels good for you Mm -hmm. personally, you, your family, you, your career, your business, um, or whatever, and try and put blinders on. You know, whenever you see something that makes you internally feel bad, that's like a red, that's like an orange and red flag to kind of sit back and ask the question, why? You know, is it because sometimes it could be the person that right that you're seeing, like maybe they what they did or said does make you feel bad. But then sometimes it might be internally and it's just some internal baggage that we haven't really dealt with that just because someone else's excellence is excellent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. That (laughs) that makes us feel bad. And that's when we have to think about it. And where does it come from? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I also think it's interesting too. Like, I I believe we were talking about this at least in last week, but how you look at people and you're like, Oh, they just got lucky. Like they're so successful. I could never be there because you see them up here but you really didn't see all the failures, all the struggles that they went through to get there and how all the time, all of like the, all of the successful people, if you really look at them, if you really study, it's the persistence that got them there to get them up here. But what you didn't see was this crazy journey, right? Of failing, (laughs) of, you know, not like I, I love looking at actors, like they Mm -hmm. auditioned for hundreds of things. No, 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 no. And then it was that one. Yes. Right before they were going to give up. They're like, this is my last interview. I'm broke. I have no money and this yep. is the last shot and then they got their big break, right? Yep. So I yep. think it's so interesting. Like and especially like Instagram too, like you said, like you see this perfect image, oh I could never get there or oh I could never have that perfect space. Yeah, but you so didn't see try. the mess that it that you have to, you know, take everything out. Yes, through everything, and then put it back to make it look perfect. So exactly. The same way. And just exactly. like organizing, so many times things have to get a whole lot messier before, before they, they get start better. To get better. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. See, yeah. I love this motivational talk. I mean, I'm pumped. I like, I'm ready. I, <laughs> this is like what we love to talk about. I'm curious, too, because, I mean, like I said, I feel like you're giving us a motivational talk. <laughs> do you oh, do, yeah, like, are going to get so much out of it. Do you do, like, personal development? Like, I know you said you've read books and stuff. Like, have you dived into that? I know you've read a couple books, but has that been, like, oh, a gosh. big... Oh, gosh. Because I feel like you're already, like talking about all the things that we've learned. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you've read books and stuff. I'm just curious because we're all... You know what? Them. I'm not a huge book reader. I do read books, but I feel like my personal development has just been like my faith. Mm-hmm. That my faith has forced me to check myself, mm-hmm. right? And to see the things that are just, mm, just ugly, just mm-hmm. not, not good. And to recognize like certain insecurities. So I think that is a huge, a huge thing. And then I really have tried to hold myself accountable. Like when I see something in someone else that just rubs me the wrong way, I kind of put a pin in it. And it's like, "Mm, you don't want that to be you. Because I'm, I'm never so in the clouds that I feel like, you know, oh, I would never do that you're human. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you're human. And so instead of condemning this particular person, as much Mm -hmm. as I may not like what they did said or whatever, I try and put a pin in that, especially if, if me and that person share similar characteristics, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And personality traits. It's like, "Mm, you're only a few iterations 
from doing that. You know what I mean? Um, note to self. Yes. It's like, don't do that. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like when I was, before I got married, whenever I would go to weddings, I was go, Ooh, I like that idea. Never. Yeah. Never. Don't <laughs> and then that. when your wedding comes, you're like, I got it all planned. I'm exactly. Good <laughs> exactly. So I, I do that a lot. And then also therapy, to be mm-hmm. totally honest with you. Mm-hmm. I go you to. You learn a lot in therapy. I know I did a couple of years, half, maybe two years. Yes. With a therapist. But yes. I think people look at it like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm in therapy. You know, yeah. like they almost don't want to say it. Yeah. Oh, but I, I like think they're it's... embarrassed and they feel like it's a negative thing. But it's actually right. like yeah. one of the almost one of the best things you can do because you're focusing on yourself. Absolutely. Right. And you have that opportunity to, to face yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And in a way where somebody can help you like, okay, here you are, you're at your mirror. Now let's dig through. And it's kind of like, you know, like personal development too. Like, you know, you're, you're growing, you're going through, you realize some stuff that's like been dug down deep since you were like, you know, a baby. And then, yeah. And then they just, well, help that's you what, it. when you work with a therapist, that's what you're doing. It's mm-hmm. personal development. Yeah, you're it is. You're learning about yourself. And, it yeah. is. And, and even if nothing seems like it's wrong, you know, it's almost like, um, you know, the new thing is the, um, not the pressure cooker, the, uh, the oh, instant pot, right? Insta-pot, yeah. It's <laughs> like, it's like, sometimes I feel like therapy is like the pressure valve release. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like life and all this pressure comes and comes mm-hmm. and comes. And then you go to therapy and nothing may not necessarily be wrong. You might not be having a crisis, mm-hmm. but just that little release to just kind of talk about things. And, mm-hmm. you know, with someone who isn't going to say anything, is not mm-hmm. going to judge you. Mm-hmm. If they hear something that that is like a, a yellow or orange or red flag, they're going to jot it down. They're going to bring it back to you. Mm-hmm. They're going to see if it relates to something else that we would talk about but it's like that pressure release um yeah it's a pressure release that we all need like we Mm -hmm. don't even realize that we need there's sometimes when i'm like i realize i have a a therapy session the next day i'm like hmm it's been a pretty good week Um, yeah (laughs) yeah what am i gonna talk about and it i always end up having 50 minutes Yes. Of something to talk about like <laughs> yeah it'll be something and then the therapist will ask me a question and i'm like i have that look up to the sky like yeah mm-hmm, <laughs> you know and okay it, and, i guess we're going there <laughs> yeah I, I guess we're going there you know she, she'll, she might just say well well why did you say that mm-hmm. or why did you think that mm-hmm. well, well i don't I don't know <laughs> you know yeah, but it definitely forces you to circle back well and i think yeah. too like and then after you're done and you consistently doing it every week, it sounds like, then you're always consistently like checking yourself too. And you just kind of get in the habit of, okay, and you might think a little bit before you answer, think of my little, you know, before you react or something. Yeah. Like yep. I do it sometimes. It's, you know, we're all human, but it's like <laughs> responding instead of reacting. You know what I yes. mean? And yep. so then you're able to check yourself, which I think is really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, this so, has been yeah. so fun to chat with you. I'm Thank motivated. You. I feel like this is our motivational. Let's just talk to you every week. No. <laughs> so where can our audience find you? Because I mean, you do some amazing stuff on Instagram. Like your website is amazing. And there's so many things that we didn't talk about that you do with NAPO or you have done in the past. So you should definitely, yeah. definitely follow her. So where can they find you? Well, you can find me at naturalbornorganizers.com. I'm on Instagram and Natural Born Organizers, Facebook and Natural Born Organizers. And I just started a blog 
Um, really? Congratulations. That's awesome. Oh, my I did. goodness. It's called Confessions of a Pro Organizer. I love it. I love <laughs> and it. And it really, and it really doesn't have really anything to do with organizing, but you know, it's just kind of like lifestyle. But yeah, I just started that. So yeah, I. That is awesome. I can't wait to read it. Oh, congratulations! Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank well, you. it's been so fun to chat with you. Everyone, make sure you definitely go follow her. Keep up with her on our social medias. And we will definitely have to have you back on our podcast in the future because this was so much fun. Now, normally in our podcast before we end, I would have them say one crazy thing that they've done. What's one crazy thing that's happened to you? <laughs> the first thing that popped in okay. my head was marriage. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. I mean, it, it, marriage is the craziest thing ever. Like marriage is, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world, but marriage going into my 18th year is the craziest thing ever. You are bringing in two adults with two totally different lives yeah. and smashing them in together. And it's like, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> that I feel like has been the craziest thing ever. And for anybody who is married, just work at it, keep going. But yes, marriage. I love it. I love my husband. I love my husband, but he's crazy. I'm crazy, and so is our marriage. It's one crazy (laughs) journey. One crazy journey. It is one crazy journey. I love it. Well, thank Um, you so much for joining us today. Like I said, we'll definitely have to have you on the One Crazy Journey podcast again. Oh yes, so much fun. Thank you, thank you, ladies, for inviting me. Thanks for listening to the One Crazy Journey podcast, where we have a brand new episode every Monday. Like what you hear? Then subscribe so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, why not hop on over to our Instagram at everything.envy and follow us there so you can keep up with the rebrand. And on a side note, we often make references in our episode about the programs, books, and other tools that we love. And if you'd like to know what these tools are, Then take a look at the show notes for this episode to find the link to our free resource guide. Well, that's it for today. So you can listen to us next time on the One Crazy Journey podcast. And if you use your imagination, you can see us too. 